Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Join me as I interview YouTube superstars in the worlds of beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. I go in-depth with your favorite video vloggers and discuss their journeys to success and the struggles they encountered along the way. We go behind the scenes of the world of vlogging and talk about what works and what doesn't and what it takes to be a YouTube superstar. So sit back and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Erica here with another interview for you. For this episode of Beauty and the Vlog, I had the pleasure of speaking with Lillian Tomasian. Now, Lillian is from Sydney, Australia. She started her channel in September of 2009 and has about 70,000 subscribers. She is also the third most YouTube channel in the category of style and beauty in Australia. Her and I talked about the different opportunities that come from having a YouTube channel. Lillian, like many of the other YouTubers that I've interviewed, started her channel as a hobby, but is now doing it full time. She has her degree in media and marketing, and she also worked full time in marketing. However, now with her YouTube channel, she's getting different types of opportunities because of her channel. She has been able to work with different brands and different companies that have approached her wanting to work with her based on her media ad- expertise and her experience in building up a popular YouTube channel in Australia. So she talks a lot about being a YouTuber full-time, that transition from working in the corporate world to being a YouTuber, and like I said, a lot of the opportunities that come from having a channel. All right, guys, enjoy the interview. Don't forget to go to the Beauty and the Vlog website for all the show notes and more goodies. Thanks, guys. Bye. Tomasian. Hello. Hi, Lillian. Lillian is coming all the way from Sydney, Australia, right? Yeah, yeah all the way from Canada. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. I know it took us a long time with scheduling and all that and the time zone differences, so I'm glad it worked out. Thank you for having me. So I gave our listeners and viewers a little bit of an overview in the intro, but why don't we get started with letting everyone know what inspired you to start your YouTube channel? Okay, sure. Um, I think it was about 2009, so um, I started my channel because, you know, I was watching other people in, in America and overseas, you know, doing their own thing on YouTube, but then I realized that there was so much hatred and bullying going on online, so um, I remember thinking, at the time, I think I was about 18 or 19, I remember thinking, what could I do to help out everyone and how could I inspire people, um, you know, without being so much hate, or, or, you know, online. So I created my, one of my first videos called How to Become Confident and mm-hmm. um, and I think that video went viral so that's when Google contacted me and they're like, you know, would you like to become partners because obviously back in the day that's how they would, you know, I guess recruit people um, and then it's, it kind of started from there so one thing led to another and then it became a job, I guess. So that's interesting. So you initially started not so much as wanting to do a beauty and fashion channel, more about talking about confidence? Yeah, 100%. You know, my, my initial thought was, you know, how can I help people? I don't want any, anyone to think that they're under pressure online and how could I make them feel, you know, a bit more comfortable, even though obviously one person can't 
do much. I just thought, well, how could I put my two cents in the world to change it? So yeah, I had no, like, I, I didn't really have any much interest in like the fashion and beauty side of it. It was more the confidence and just the inspirational aspect of it. But I guess, yeah, one thing led to another, and then this is yeah what happened, I guess. <laughs> And so was there any instance or certain things that you saw online specifically that really made you want to take action and, and create that video? There must have been something that struck a chord with you. Yeah, there was. Um, I'm not sure if you um, if you watched this girl called um, Bob's Beauty. She was from the UK. And so she was, you know, she's actually very well known. I think she was one of the first people that started YouTube in 2009. And um, she created a video on how, how sad it was to be bullied online and how much it affected her. So I, I would say it was that one video that, you know, made me think, okay, I need to help her, I need to help her viewers. So I, I would say it was that one video. So you create a video on how to be confident. Is confidence something that you've always had naturally forever? Or what, what made you feel that you were able to, to help people with that kind of information? I wish, I wish I had confidence. <laughs> um, no, actually, I... I feel, no, never, you know what, going to school when I was young, um, primary school and things like that, I, I was the shy person in class, I never raised my hand, I was literally scared to open my mouth in class, like I was not one to have confidence at all. I think I would say after high school and after university, that's when I kind of started, you know, thinking, why am I shy, you know, there's no point, I'm missing out on so many things. Um, but no, 100%, I was never the confident one, I wish I was though, because now, you know, looking back, I'm like, what a waste you know, to be shy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it definitely didn't come naturally to me. Um, but even now, I, I feel like everyone obviously struggles on a daily basis, but it just depends on your mood and your surrounding and things like that to help amplify that confidence. So. Got it. So when you created the video, did you feel that you had grown into your confidence or where did that, that come from? Um, I think it helped. I think obviously, I think with um, a lot of people say this as well, with having your own YouTube channel, I think that helps you so much gain a bit more confidence and just the voice, generally speaking, because, you know, you get you get a boost of like, oh, you know, I can help people, people watch me, you know, that's it's, it's like a really good feeling. Um, yeah, I, I would 100% say probably after that video, I started, you know, coming out of my shell and I was like, you know what, it's not that hard to talk and it's not that hard to conversate. What, you know, what, why should I be shy? So I, I would say it was probably because of that one video that started the whole thing. Got it. And so now, you know, you're, you have a beauty and fashion channel and you're the top third most watched YouTuber in Australia? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So at one moment, you must have had some kind of, um, I like this, like an aha moment where you realize, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because it's not, you said you're doing this full time. What was yeah. that moment for you where you realized this is it, this is what I was meant to be doing? You know, I always wanted to do this. Like if after I started my channel, it, it only took about a year, a year or two for me to be like, okay, this is what I want to do full time. Mm -hmm. But I think the one moment um, that I was like, okay, you know, I want to do this 100% full time was probably when... You know, all the comments that, like, it's so in inspiring when people watch you and, 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 they leave, and they'll leave the sweetest comments saying, like, you know, you've helped me or, or, or you made me smile today. I think I would just generally say the comments. But um, if I had to pick one comment, I would probably say this one girl, she, um, it, it, it's a really sad story. She wanted to um, commit suicide a few, like, when I first started my channel. And because of that confidence video, she, she um, left a comment saying, you know what, I was going to do bad things to myself but because of that video I woke up and I was like it's not worth it you know why should I do something why should I harm myself for a silly reason 
And I feel like it was after that comment, I was like, oh my gosh, if I could help people to that extent, why not? Why do anything else? You know, it's, you know, why just not do this? Yeah. Wow. That's really incredible to have such a powerful impact on even one life. I know, it's, it's scary. Like, it's crazy to think that way. Yeah. Yeah. So what one question that we always ask all of the vloggers that come on the show is what have you struggled with having your channel? And, you know, if you could pick, you know, one struggle and what you learned from that. Um, I mean, of course, there's been many, I think, just for everyone, because obviously, like, we all hope that the journey is from A to B, but there's, like, A, B, and there's all these things yeah. in between that I conquer. Um, probably the one thing that I think that sticks out, um, I would probably say just trying to have a thick layer of skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you can get so easily caught up in the comments or if some, like, obviously, you know, I think you, out of five positive um, comments, you, you know, you, you can get one negative hate comment and I think sometimes people um, automatically think about the hate comment 50 million times more than the one happy comment so I think I think having like a thick layer of skin um, you know has was like wasn't easy at first but then you do have to learn to not take it personally they don't really know who you are they're behind a computer screen so I think I'll probably have to say something like that like to have a thick layer of skin and in a way, did you kind of jump into YouTube almost knowing that that could be a struggle? Because like you said, your first video you, you brought out there was kind of to address that issue on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I didn't really know how it worked because I started when I, I guess the whole website was very new mm-hmm. and people were just starting to get into it. Um, but it, no, it wasn't something that I thought that would have happened to me because, you know, you always think it won't happen to me. So I didn't really understand. Like, I didn't really know that I'll get, you know, hate comments as well. But then I, I guess as time goes on, you do realize, like, we're all, we're all in the same boat. It's going to happen to anyone, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, but I wasn't expecting it at first at all. It's almost like I feel like a rite of passage to get this these haters and hate comments as a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's funny because... You never think that, um, I don't know, like, it, it, you don't really think about it going in. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to make a video. You know, you don't even know if people will watch, they won't. But, yeah, it's funny. As, as you mentioned, it's, I feel like it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, what you're doing. Yeah, I don't think there's one YouTuber that has not gotten any hate. I don't think yeah. they exist. <laughs> Maybe they have, like, three subscribers or something. But um, once you get to a certain level, I feel like it's just inevitable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So what, at some point in your journey as a YouTuber, you experienced maybe like a, a tipping point or maybe there was a, a relationship that you had or, or a video that you had that kind of catapulted you to that next level. What was that for you? Um, you know, I think generally speaking, meeting, um, meeting people that I would have never met before but I think one thing that allowed me to think, okay, you know, this is like it's insane the power of YouTube mm-hmm. um, was when I was invited to well, actually I, I, I met this um, this producer um, through my email because of, of YouTube obviously and he asked me to go in for a meeting and I didn't know what the meeting was about and once I went in, um, he asked me to interview on the red carpet for this um, Australian award show which is quite a big deal here and it's called The Argus mm-hmm. and I think it was that one I guess, I wouldn't say relationship, but that one meeting that I had with that man that allowed me to think, okay, well, if he, like, he found me because of YouTube, like, the power of YouTube, so I think that's what made me think, okay, 
this is like the next level if they want me to interview on the red carpet, which was such an amazing role to have and also I'm so grateful for that role. And I think that's what kind of like made me think, okay, wow, it's like the next, I guess, chapter or the next journey. Yeah. And so how long ago was that when you had that opportunity? Um, That was less than a year ago. I would say about 10 months ago, I think. Okay. So at that point, uh, were you doing your YouTube channel full time? No, no, I wasn't. I was actually, um, up until three months ago, actually, I was a marketing manager um, at a marketing company. Mm. So yeah, I was still a manager. Wow. So uh, three months ago, you decided to quit that job? Yeah. To do YouTube full time? Yes, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that decision and like what, what happened during that time and kind of what, what gave you the, the confidence, so to speak, to jump out and do this 100%. <laughs> I'm sure not. Well, it happened very, um, I, I guess it happened very quickly. Well, I remember because I have insomnia, like I literally don't sleep at all. So on top of like working full time and then doing YouTube, like I I wouldn't sleep like at all. Like it was insane. I was like a, a walking zombie. So, you know, it was like 4 a.m. and I had to go to work the next day, 9 to 5. Oh and God. I was like, what I'm doing, like it's so hard and I work, I'll fall asleep. So I was like, okay, the only thing I, I can do is choose one of them. And then I guess it came to a point that, it was okay for me to quit my day job. Um, like I, I was, I was kind of in a safe area to kind of quit my day job and do what I love. So I had to have a chat with my parents, and they literally thought I was psycho because I, I finished my bachelor degree at uni. I had my masters, and they're like, "You are crazy! You know, you can't, you can't quit your day job. People work to get to where you are." Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "No, you don't understand. You need to, you need to believe me." And I feel like with anyone, like I always hear, hear this story, it takes your parents or your family and your friends a while for them to understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Even now, you know, I the only people that know that I do this full time are very few, like a handful of people, I would say. Because, I don't know, I'm kind of trying to stay out of that, um, trying to explain to them what I do and things like that. But, so I think it was that one point, um, yeah, it was, it was then that I realized, you know, I have to pick one of, you know, my career or this YouTube career. So I'm with YouTube, obviously. Wow. And so are you financially supporting yourself or do you have help from your family or were you able to make ends meet doing YouTube? Um, I think when I first quit, even though it wasn't that long ago, three months ago, I think it was a bit of a struggle, not financially, but just to organize myself. And because, you know, with, with a job, um, well, over here anyway, everything's set for you. Like the tax um, is organized for you. Mm-hmm. You have healthcare, everything's like set. But when it comes to doing your own business or your own thing, um, you have to organize all of that. So I think in that sense, it was a bit hard to kind of organize myself in that um, in that aspect. But financially, no, I, I support myself. I, my parents, to be honest, they, you know, they haven't supported me. They think I'm crazy, but they haven't supported me. <laughs> so you were able to basically make enough from your YouTube channel to uh, kind of cover what you were making at your other job. Yeah, I would say so. I'm very grateful for that. Wow. But um, also, having said that, it's not like I think everyone's very different in the whole YouTube field. I think with me, because I do love to write and I, I'm very big in marketing, and I obviously I, I did do marketing in my previous job. Um, I work with companies in that sense to market their brands, not just on my um, channel, but just on like even on my blog or even to help them, give them advice. So it's a bit different for me. But um, having said that, I would say, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I was going to ask you that if. Are you getting your income solely from your YouTube channel or are there different opportunities that you have as a result of your YouTube channel that's kind of bringing you some income? No, 100% option B. Yeah, no, um, yeah 100% it wouldn't be just YouTube. I don't think many, I've actually, I've never met anyone that just has money solely coming from YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
No, I would 100% say option B. There's like, and, and there's so many opportun opportunities that you get from YouTube. So I think that does help. Even just being on the platform, that does help you get more, you know, um, opportunities and stuff, things like that. So what kind of other opportunities have you gotten from YouTube that is, a, is kind of encompassing your whole career and, and income? Um, I think um, I've had, I would say the top one would be being an ambassador for companies. Mm. So because of, of YouTube, they, um, they found me or yeah, and then they, they were like, would you like to help us out? Or I, I tend to go to meetings for companies and, and just to give them, I guess, advice on how they could work social media and just market their brand or their campaign. Um, and I, the, the other one I would say would be writing articles for companies on their websites or on their um, publications and things like that. And so you're able to utilize your skills that you probably learned in school, but also in your job as a marketing director. And but these people, in a way, are finding you through your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, I would hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you give us some of that insight into some of the marketing tips that you give when you work with some of the companies? Yeah, I think with one of the mistakes that that I see current companies make when it comes to like social media and, and, and new media is that they think that once they have like a brand new product or a campaign, they have to automatically go viral and they, they you know they have to sell this amount of you know um, items or you know something like that. But I think what I always tell them that social media, if if you want to do it the authentic way, it takes time to grow. You can't overnight you know have a million um, views and. 1.2 million um, likes on, on Facebook and things like that. Um, and I think that's my biggest, um, I guess, message across the people like that. And I, and I feel like they, they need to use um, SES um, properly, sorry, SES, SEO um, properly on, on, on social media and use their right, correct tag words and get the correct message across, not wanting to just gain um, followers for the likes and things like that because, you know, that comes across as, not as authentic as it would obviously if you were trying to get the message across in a very raw way, you know. Mm -hmm. So not trying tricking people to like your page for a different reason and I think that's very important to keep in mind. And what about for someone who has a YouTube channel that maybe they're just starting or maybe they've had it for a little while but it's just not really going anywhere. What kind of advice or marketing tips would you give that particular person? Um, yeah, I would just tell them. I think my main one would be to obviously remember to be yourself, because obviously, if you if you're like if you're someone else's character, that obviously shows. And number two would be if their channel, if they've had their channel but it's not growing as quickly, to be patient because it, it takes so much time. I feel, I feel like especially now, there's every second person's a YouTuber now, so just to be patient and to do you know stick to your what you're best at and just be yourself and then hopefully you'll grow and network and just meet people do you think that there is still that opportunity on youtube for someone brand new to come in and be successful as you were even though because you you know came on board back in 2000 we say 2009 do you still think there is that opportunity i think so i mean i think you never know with with YouTube, like it's just so crazy how you don't know what's going to happen next yeah. week. Um, I, I think there is a chance. Of, of course, I do think it's a bit more slimmer than what it was five years ago, four years ago. But I, I still think if someone has their craft right and they're, you know, patient and they're persistent with what they, with what they do, why not? You know, I think anything can happen. Yeah. What are you really excited about with your channel right now? Um, I'm excited for a few things. I, I guess I'm excited for a lot of co collaborations that are coming in the next few weeks. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be very organized and like organizing my channel 
So I, I don't put everything you know on at the last minute, which is a new thing for me to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say collaborations. I'm excited for what the future holds because, as I, as I said, you never know what's happening. Um, about a year ago now, I had my own clothing line during um, Christmas last. I mean, the past year. Um, so I would definitely want to visit back and you know expand that range. Um, I want to write a book one day because obviously I love to write. Um, so there's so many things that I'm excited about, both that are happening officially and are in the you know in the works or in my head to happen in the future. But no, I'm excited. What kind of collaborations can you give a yeah. little insight into that? Actually, I have one coming out today, which is a um, date night get ready with me look with a, a, a lovely person from New Zealand, Giovanna, and I have one um, with you may have heard of Emma, Emma Pickles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have one with her coming out in December, um, and then I think you interviewed um, Carissa Pukas. Yes, I did. So hopefully, I have to get up to, to where because she lives a few hours away or an hour away, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go visit her soon to do a collaboration with her. So there's a few exciting things coming. Yeah, that's and how important do you feel collaborations with other YouTubers is? I think I think not only is it important, but it's just fun, you know, to meet people to get to know them in a different way. Because obviously, you don't you don't really know someone unless you're there with them and you meet them in in real life. So I think it, it, if anything, it's just fun and it, it's important in the network sense. But it's it's just more fun to have that friendship and to you know to understand what you're both going through and yeah, because it is a crazy world I guess yeah and it's so funny because there's always that innate need for human connection like even though you're you're communicating and you're you're talking to all your subscribers but you you still don't have that human connection that day-to-day like going into a a regular job and a lot of the youtubers I've talked to they do talk about how how much they love the friendships that they've gotten just through interacting with other YouTubers and having those almost like kind of YouTube world work friends in a way and how important that's been. No, a hundred percent because you can't, I feel like you can't really talk about this community or this industry, if you will, to your regular friends because they may think that you're crazy. Yeah. There's so many times that, you know, um, like I have a, you know, I'm obsessed with this channel and, and I tell my regular friends and they're just like, what are you talking about? Like, no one watches YouTube. I'm like, you don't even know what I'm saying. But, um, but with people on YouTube, they completely understand. Like, they know what you're going through. They understand your obsession. They understand where you come from. So it is so, so important. Plus, like, you kind of know someone to relate to and talk to if you need them. Yeah. And so what do you tell people when people ask you, oh, Lillian, what do you do for work? Like, what do you say? Are you a YouTuber? I, no, I, I hope none of my friends actually hear this, but um, no, I, you know what? I haven't told anyone that I do YouTube full time. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, my regular friends I haven't told, ex- except two people, I would say two of my closest friends. Okay. Um, because I feel like they're, you know, I get scared. What if they judge me? They'll think I'm crazy. So I just, and plus, like, even if I do expand, they won't really understand. So I've just left that. I've, I've left that boat. I, I, have, I haven't told anyone I do YouTube full time, so they think I still work at my regular, which is so bad. I feel so horrible now. <laughs> well, uh, the cat's out of the bag. They'll know now. <laughs> All right. So we are nearing into our bonus round, our beauty bonus round. And it's just a series of questions that I ask all the vloggers that come onto the show. And you just respond with your whatever comes to your head. All right. Okay. So the first question is, what are your three holy grail beauty items? Okay, I'm a big fan of Anastasia Beverly Hills, so I would say her deep brow, eyebrow um, gel. 
um, the Tamana eyeshadow palette. Which I is love it. I'm, I'm obsessed. Yes. Are you wearing it now? Yes, I am wearing it right now. Yeah, I love it. I just got it. Yeah, I got it about a week ago, two or two weeks ago. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love the cards that come with it. I do too. The card, like, usually you, you see that stuff and you throw it out. But actually, these cards were yeah. really, really, I kept them. I have them in the little box still. And I'm like, oh, I'll yeah. do that, you know. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes, I love it. Amazing. And then my third one, I would probably have to say, um, this sounds so cliche, but my MAC lipstick in um, Brave. Mm -hmm. I forgot the name, yeah. The Kylie Jenner obsession. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next question. So here at Beauty in the Vlog, we're all about just taking action. You know, hearing yeah. good advice and just taking action on it. Because as you know, none of this happens without you making the decision. You're going to do it and then actually doing it. So what is the best tip that you can give our listeners and viewers that that who might have a channel like I said before maybe it's not going anywhere maybe it is good but what is that one tip that they can take home and do it today um one tip that I would give to them would be to enjoy the journey and just have fun with your channel don't don't like take it too personally at first especially when you first begin because that's too much pressure that's so much anxiety on your on your shoulders I just think have fun with it and be yourself as cliche as that sounds, I think <laughs> my first tip, yeah. Have fun and be yourself. All right. Um, who is your beauty vlogger inspiration? Oh, this probably will sound cliche again, but I love Zoella. You know, she's amazing. I feel like she's so, so natural. She's she's um just herself, which I love. So I would say her. Yeah. And do you feel... Do you have a talent or a habit that is unique to you that you feel has led to some of your success? Um, oh, yeah, I think, well, when I first started my channel, I didn't know um, I spoke fast, but apparently on my videos, I spoke really, really fast. And I guess that's what people kept commenting. Um, they're like, oh, my gosh, you speak really fast. That's crazy. And I, I feel like that's why they would watch my videos at times on my Australian accent. Like, they're all like, oh, you know, where are you from? I think that's what it like intrigued them um but yeah i didn't know that that was something special but i guess you know what go with it if you if you think someone's something's a bit different about you then flaunt it you know why not talk it faster yeah and every and that's the thing too it's like not everyone's gonna like everyone and everyone's gonna have something different or something unique about them that some people like some people might not like but that might be what sets you apart so you're the the fast talking girl with the australian accent yeah people think i'm crazy but i'm like i'll just i'll take it it's fine people think you're what Hello, Lillian? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, I don't know what happened. I, I think it got paused a little bit. It's okay. We can always we can always cut it out. Um, what did you just say before that? Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll go with it. The fast-talking Australian girl. I'll yeah. take that. <laughs> and what, that's so cool how you said that you are the top third highest-watched YouTuber in Australia. In, in fashion and beauty. In fashion, okay, in fashion and beauty. Are those, does that mean those viewers are in Australia or are you the third top who happens to be in Australia? How, what does that mean exactly? I'm the third top that happens to be in Australia, but the, but the viewers are worldwide. Actually, it's funny you say that because I think my Australian viewers are actually my top third most viewed, um, viewed audience, but the number one would be the US and the number two would be the United Kingdom. Which is very crazy, yeah. 
Yeah. So is in Australia, is YouTube still kind of a newer thing or are there a lot of people that are into YouTube? No, no, it is. I would 100% say it's a newer thing. I mean, of course, America's way advanced than us and then I would say the UK as well. But I feel like in Australia, it's still growing. It's a new industry. Companies are just starting to recognize us as like um, as in individuals, you know, that have power, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it, it, is a, it is a new thing, definitely. Do you think that in comparison to the YouTubers in the US that you have a it's a little bit harder for you in working with brands because it is a little newer or does it not really matter? No, I, w- I would say it is a bit harder because um, it's, it's not new so not, not, not everyone really understands it mm-hmm. but hopefully it will catch on in the next like two, three years. Yeah. Do you uh, work with a manager? Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, okay. So do they help you find different opportunities? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's so much more better and easier as well because when I was doing it on my own, it was so like stressful, you know, time-consuming, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to word things, but yeah, so I'm very grateful to have them. And does the manager help you get things that are more centered with fashion and beauty or also the, the marketing type of projects that you do as well? Oh, no, just like the fashion and beauty and health and, and things like that. Okay, got it. And is that, are they in Australia or are they in the U.S.? They are, okay. I actually have one in Australia, one in the U.S. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so the U.S. one gets you gigs like with U.S. companies? Yeah, yeah. Got it. Awesome. What are two essential internet resources that you use to run your channel or your blogs? Um, my favorite one actually is Hootsuite. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard about it. Yeah. It's, it's like the perfect um, website to kind of have scheduled blog posts or um, or tweets or Instagram posts or anything like that. And I feel like it's perfect you could, because you don't have to worry about that day. Oh my gosh, I have a post that you just set everything, whether like it's one year before or anything, and it's like it just goes on itself. Um, so I'll say Hootsuite.com. And the second one, I would probably just say my, my blog, blogger.com. It's helped me so much. Um, obviously, I have a blog as well. So just to write content, and it's, it's very helpful and resourceful. And there's like um, a chat line that you can, you know, view if, you, if you're in need of any help or anything like that. It's, what's the website called? Blogger.com. Blogger.com. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And both, both of those are free, right? Sources? Yeah. yeah, they're both free. Yeah. And so for Hootsuite, you use that mainly for Twitter? I use that for Twitter and my Facebook. And Facebook. Got yeah. it. And speaking of Twitter and Facebook, what is your favorite social media platform and how do you use it with your channel? Um, I would probably say right now, I mean, it changes all the time, but I would probably say right now it will be Instagram. I'm just obsessed with like stalking people, um, posting photos, and I feel like it coincides really good with my channel because people have something a bit more personal to look at rather than, you know, here's a video, you know, it, it's not as personal as like a, a photo like 24-7 that's like, you know, available for them. Um, and it's like it's like a little insight in people's houses and their lives and what they do daily. So I feel like it's, it's really good. And do you, are you active? Do you post a lot on your Instagram? I think I post a bit too much. Like I get a bit carried away. Um, but yeah, I try and stick with one to two posts a day. But yeah, I'm obsessed with it. I feel like Instagram is like the... It's like replace Facebook in a way. I just feel like not as many people are on Facebook. They're they're on it still, but it's more about like interacting with their own friends and family and not so much as much of a business opportunity or even someone like yourself looking to kind of expand your audience. 
I agree. You know, it's so funny because I recently got Instagram. I remember everyone, everyone was talking about it, but I had a Blackberry, hmm. so I couldn't hmm. really on Instagram. Um, but yeah, once you know what, as soon as I've you know been on it, I realized that not many people are on Facebook anymore. I mean, they are, as you said, they are on Facebook. They don't really utilize it as much as they did. And I think like Instagram is like the new thing. You can meet people. It's like it's much more easier with the hashtags and things like that. I agree. And I think part of it, I mean, for me personally, is I like the fact that Instagram doesn't manage what you see. Like in Facebook, like even though you might like a page or something, they have you know certain algorithms or whatever they do that determines and controls your feed, which I find annoying. It, and it's so scary like for someone to come and, I guess, come inside your newsfeed and just like rearrange it. Like that I find... That's so, like, I feel like it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Like, I, I want to see what's happening in real time, not what I'm destined to see. Exactly. You know, like, things like that. I ha- yeah, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, I'm not either. And, and I, like I said, I like it for kind of, you know, interacting with friends and family and catching up that way. But, you know, if I want to see, you know, my favorite YouTubers or different brands and see what they're posting, I end up just following them on Instagram. And if I get sick of them, then I unfollow them. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's very- it's important, yeah. It is. But you know, the sad thing is that I've heard that Instagram's coming out with ads as well in between yeah. posts. So I'm not sure how that's gonna roll out. I've I've seen that they've already they've already started releasing different ads, and what they're saying is that the ads are you know beautiful you know beautifully photographed and and all that. So I, I, so far, like for me, I feel like I'll see one of those ads maybe once every four or five days I don't see them that often so it doesn't really bother me but if it came to the point where like every other photo was an ad I would get to be really annoyed and I think everyone would so yeah real I haven't actually seen the ads at all so maybe it's like it's newly released or something yeah yeah no I I first saw it a few months back where they started doing ads on Instagram yeah and um, I don't know if it's different in Australia if that I don't think it would make a difference but um, but yeah so all right so just I think that's it, Lillian. I think we're at the end of our, our interview. Oh, well, thank you so much for yeah. on like fun interview. Yeah, and any last piece of advice, any last words of wisdom before we say goodbye? Um, no, I just think that I hope everyone, you know, stays positive and doesn't take anything to heart, especially on like social media and I guess online, generally speaking. Um, and just to be themselves and surround themselves with good people. I feel like Oprah now. <laughs> <laughs> just surround yourself with good people and just stay positive. And, you know, let me ask you one, one last question. So you started your channel with doing, you know, video about confidence. And it sounds like, too, you've gotten some wonderful responses from that one video. I mean, you helped, you, you've saved lives in a way and you've encouraged people to feel confident. Are you doing more videos like that in addition to your beauty and fashion? Yeah, definitely. You know, actually one of my top videos after that recently, Mm -hmm. a few months ago, will probably have to be how to become beautiful, which was um, about, you know, just being nice to people, Mm -hmm. keeping secrets and and things like that. And then my other one was how to become popular, which was once again, you know, trying to be a nice, a good human, um, you know, smiling at people and things like that. But it's funny that those videos, I I would say, have more views and more of a response than any any other videos of mine, which is interesting because I feel like people crave things like that yeah, just to be yeah. told that, you know, to stay positive and to be themselves and to be nice, which is very interesting. What kind of feedback do you get from those videos most recently? Um, no, you know what? Touch, they've been very positive and, and just like 
people just around the world just like voicing their uh, opinion on how much that helped them. And I, I get I get a few comments da- daily saying I watch this video every day, like every morning when before they go to school or uni, they they watch the video. And I think that's so that's so amazing for someone to feel good about themselves because of what someone else is saying. But I think yeah, it, it's very important to keep in mind just it's like the small things that matter. You know, just be nice to people, keep smiling and compliment someone, you know, don't share secrets. You know, it's like small things that, you know, you can keep in mind to just kind of keep going and stay on your, you know, on your track. Yeah, well, that's great. And that's really great that you're putting out those kind of positive type videos because you can never use enough positive in this world. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, Lillian, well, where can people find you if they're not familiar with you and your channel? Sure, well, if you type in Lillian Tomasin on YouTube, my channel will pop up. Um, my surname is Lucrez, but it's T-A-H-M-A-S-I-N, um, just to give that up. Um, and then on Instagram, at Lillian Tomasian. My Twitter is Miss Butterfly, um, which I can't change because my actual name is too long. Yeah. That's a, and then my website, www.leantomasian.com. Awesome. All right, Lillian. Well, thank you so much for the awesome interview. Thank you for having me. You're amazing. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, that's it. That's our interview. And thank you so much for joining us here. Once again, I am your host, Erica Piera. And for all show notes and videos and more goodies, make sure you go to the Beauty and the Vlog website at beautyandtheblog.com and check out our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Beauty and the Vlog. Thanks so much, guys. Mwah.